Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And we're going to do something kind of fun tonight. So our sponsors, Chris Dental Family Dentistry and Denture Center. They do dentures now. Have a professional denturist. Did you know there was a denturist, that there was people called denturists? I mean, podcaster. That's my title. <laughs> denturist sounds so much better. Um, and so uh, anyway, it, now is the time to get in there. If you have any tooth pain or anything, I mean, you're getting kind of late here, but probably next week we'll talk to Dr. Bratlin. He's going to be here. He can tell you if he can get you in or not. But um, they do crowns, dentures, all your other work, anything else you need. Even from here, when Kathy and I come home, we go to Dr. Bratlin, but Kathy's having some pain here. So he was able to just tell Kathy she called him because everybody has a cell phone. And away she goes today. She went in and now she's taken care of by a dentist because she can't wait to come back to Oregon for that treatment. So that's Dr. Bratlin. He will be our guest tonight. Also, um, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center, Matt McCarl. Uh, they have a Christmas special, and at the end of the show, I'm going to have him tell you what that is. Uh, but now is the time to buy. If you're looking for stocking stuff or stuff like that, um, you can buy three at a time, really cheap, and you can take those and stick them in a stuffer and get somebody uh, either a massage, light therapy, or the hyperbaric treatment. All right, so that's what's going on tonight. Let's bring on Dr. Bratlin. Hey, Michael, how you doing? Hi. So. I call Brad. First of all, I haven't seen him in a long time. I talk to him like every other week or every week, but I don't see him. And I was going, dude, your beard is looking even better than mine. Look at that thing. Yeah, it's getting kind of thick. Yeah, just a yeah little bit. That's, that's good. So you're in Oregon. I thought, you know, it'd be a good thing to just talk to. I know you're really vocal and outspoken um, about what you believe and what you think. Um, and I know you take some hits for that, but you take a, you get a lot more kudos for that than most people would believe, don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Well, I don't listen to the negativity. I mean, I, I get emails once in a while on calls, but I don't really care. Um, I get a lot. I get a lot of patients that actually like listening to my, listen to my commercials and my, have, have the same values and views as me. So that's where they come to see me. Why do you think that's so important for people to do at this point right now in, in our, in our history? I think it's more, well, especially in Oregon, because you feel like you're on an island. You feel like you're by yourself. And I'm the same way. If I find out, like I went to I, I went to an automotive place the other day that kind of I had heard had the same kind of values as me. And and we kind of want to, we feel like we're, we're alone uh, with our own beliefs. And it's nice when you when you hear a business or somebody has the same kind of values. So you kind of want to support them. And, and you're big on promoting because um, one of the commercials we had out for a while was to, to find like-minded businesses and support mm -hmm. them. And, and, and that's what you're talking about is it's, it's important that people understand that you're not the only ones. I think, yeah. you know, I think that's what got frustrating for me in, in uh, living in Oregon so much is especially being in the business that I'm in or I was in, especially, um, you know, you couldn't say much. You just can't, you felt like in my business and I, and I take hits for it too. In fact, You'll think this is interesting. I'm not going to say who it is because I'm hoping to do a story with these folks, um, but it's a school and they have a really cool program, has nothing to do with any pol politics or anything like that. Ask the school um, in kind of rural Oregon if I could do something with them. I got a note back today, an email from the teacher saying, well, there's a lot of people, you know, in the area, I'm sure who would, you know, line up with your politics, but I'm not sure others would. So I don't know if we really want to do that. And I thought, how interesting is that? So I wrote back. I said, this is not a political story. It has nothing to do with politics. But because my show talks about the truth and about a different side of the theology or the ideology out there, um, 
people there it's like now i've been labeled i guess a right winger when i'm anything but a right winger um i'm a guy who thinks for himself but but here's a teacher saying well i'm not sure that might look bad and it might make the students look like they're you know like have the same beliefs you do would you say that to dan rather or um you know some other news person would you say um if um oh you know I don't even know who I would say, but somebody called up, you know, uh, uh, Diane Sawyer from my day. Would it be, oh, because because you were on her show, that might get the wrong image to people like that. I mean, that's just baloney. But you think how many people like work at Fox, Anchorman, that are, you know, that maybe had, were supposed to do like a graduation ceremony that were uh, canceled in the last minute. So the, 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 left, the left doesn't want to hear anybody on the right. Which is really funny because I, I don't mind. I have a lot of patients that come to me that that are left and they're extremists, and I don't care. Like, like I really don't care. And, and I'm glad that we're a country that is a mixture of conservatives and liberals because we get a lot of creativity out of it. There's a lot of plus, but we've we're especially in Oregon. If you're on the right, they they just want to cancel you. Totally, right. you're the enemy, and I don't yeah. understand. Or if in what in, in my case, like because I. I mean, I'm a, in Oregon. I was a non-affiliated voter um, for years, and but then if I'd bring up anything, then I was an anti-vaxer. I was an yeah. anti-this. I'm a, a right-wing, and and I think you know somebody asked me one time, Michael. They said one of my more liberal friends, and they said, um, "How can you were never like this? I don't know what happened to you." And I said, "Well, actually, I've always been like this, but because of where I lived and because I knew how how much tolerance you really had." for diversity, I had to tone back what I really believe so that to kind of tell you what you needed to hear. And then the, the rest of it, I held back um, until COVID. And then once COVID and the lockdowns came out, I, I'm done. I was, my mouth opened up and it was like, you know what? I am not going to be controlled anymore. And I think that's what kind of threw people a little bit. Yeah. Cause they thought you were on their side, but you know, so many businesses, just keep their mouth shut. And, you know, and I, I thought about it for two seconds and I'm like, no, nah, I don't care. Um, you know, there is a risk in my business that, you know, I alienate certain people and I, I don't alienate anybody because I actually am very accepting of, of, of a lot of things. Uh, and I'm more open-minded and I think you are too than a lot right. of people are. Right. Well, and I'm very, and I feel like you and I are very caring people. We're not racist. We're not anything, but, but we also have views that we disagree with the left. And as a business owner, I just decided I don't care. And it's been a wonderful thing. Almost every new patient I get comes in because of your show or they hear my commercials on a conservative radio show and they want to, they want to support me and they want to be around people that have the same kind of views. You know, one of the things I've heard about you, like from different people that come on uh, to me, is that they don't they never say that 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 it's your conservative views. It's like that Dr. Bratlin just believes the truth. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and I think that's what, what what's interesting to me is the truth sets you free. And yet we've got a whole ideology um, in this country, not everywhere, but in this country and, and in Oregon. Uh, people get mad because they say I'm bashing Oregon. Yeah. But I'm just telling the truth about Oregon. Um, when your governor releases uh, or, uh, or reduces the sentence of 17 death row inmates, um, I got a problem with that. That's a, a thing. Matt Kendall says this. I'm going to I'll pull this up there so we can both read it. Um, 
really, really unfortunate how things have gone between both sides. There is less and less amount of collaboration, but rather name calling. It's really sad. But I got to tell you, we do less name calling, I think, on the right than the people on the left. I really do. Uh, because I'm not name calling. I just, you said I, I'm, I'm speaking the truth. And it's not always the truth. Sometimes I'm wrong, but I feel like I question things. Right. And, and we used to live in a society. And it's funny because it used to be the left, the liberals, the hippies questioned everything. They would question everything that went into your body. They questioned masks. And I don't know what happened because I actually respected that civil liberties part of the, the, of the hippies, that they were not going to let government control them uh, themselves. And now they've gone all in on the left about uh, letting, you know, the mask mandates or the vaccinations. It's funny how all that stuff's turning out. And I still don't understand. I, I, I'm going to get off point here, but. I went into Winco yesterday and half the people were in masks. And I'm like, what? do they have? Yes. I'm like, have they not? Has, has, have they not read the studies? It's not working. Honestly, it's not. The masks don't work. Uh, 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 and they haven't worked. And, and study after study is showing. And now the vaccinations, that's a whole new story. And so I, I just ask questions. And in, in the last couple of years, you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to question things. And that was the thing about doctors. They used to be able to question things and, and brainstorm and try to come up with solutions that actually help people. Well, isn't that what science is, is asking questions and never being never being um, OK with the with the, the, the answer? I mean, you're yeah. always that, that, that's what I've I've been listening to podcasts with scientists and they're not right wing or left wing or whatever wing. Um, they're just talking about you have to be able to ask questions. And and I agree with you. I think um, when when um, I first came to this town, that was my favorite thing about coming from Coos Bay to Eugene, the hippie people. And, and it wasn't a derogatory thing. I thought they were awesome because they did question everything. It was like, you know, as a news guy, I'm trained to, to question everything. So then all of a sudden I get answers from Governor Brown or other people. And it's like, I'm supposed to take that at face value. Hell no. <laughs> I used to get I used to get hippies that come to me and they'd be like, I don't, you, you know, you're going to try to plant something in my tooth and a chip because they, you know, the conspiracy theories. But somehow now the right wings are the conspiracy theorists and the left is like accepting all the vaccinations and everything. And it's crazy. They've just gone totally 180 degrees. So what is a guy like you? And I don't know if, if you don't want to talk about this, you don't have to. But what is a guy like you who's obviously you get frustrated? Obviously, you're kind of living in a capsule. Um, and yet, so how do people like you um, survive in that atmosphere or I don't want to say survive. I say, how do you thrive in that atmosphere? Um, well, my business is thriving just because we get a lot of people that are supporting us. And and every day, every day I have people like, you know, I wasn't too happy with my dentist and now I'm going to go over to see you. And that's great. And I want them to come to me because they think I'm a good dentist. And we actually we do provide great care, not because of my political beliefs, but I think once they come, they they realize they're getting good care. But I don't know. I, I I don't know. Sometimes I don't survive when I walk into Trader Joe's and I have to keep my mouth shut. I want to tell everybody to take off their mask, um, especially when they're wearing a, fa a fabric mask. Uh, uh, but I just have to keep my mouth shut a lot. But I don't have to keep my mouth shut in my office. But I'm not I'm not screaming and yelling at people and because uh, I, I like people with different views. I really do. I just, as long as we can have, we each side uh, can have their own views. I'm okay with it. I never saw um, anything like when uh, somebody, Oregon Gold Hunter, he's a regular on here, said um, Eugene is losing its luster. Um, 
I mean, I think this road has been coming for a long time with homelessness. And that's when I first started getting nailed. Um, even before you and I were connected, I was getting nailed. I teamed up with Stephen Sheehan at Elkhorn <laughs> when all the, all the not, not homeless people, but all the lawless people were tearing up his restaurant and then tearing up downtown and making it look like crap. And, you know, I went out and just said, you know, this, these are lawless people. They need to be following the law. And all of a sudden I was anti-homeless, anti, you know, and that's when my reputation, I get like, I get daily emails that says from reputation finder, you need to look into this and take care of it. And it's like, yeah, for $29.95, you'll clean up my reputation. <laughs> you know, and, and our audience has grown. I've lost people, but it grows and grows and grows. And, 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 and most of the people that are on here don't come on and say, hey, I like your conservative values. They just say, thank you for just telling the truth as you see it. And and most of those people also, there's a caveat on there. They also say, I don't know. First thing they say is, I don't always agree with you, but I'm glad that you're speaking your mind. So they're not, I don't have an audience, but a lot of the lefties, the really far progressive lefties want to make it like, all I'm doing is attracting uh, people that think like me. They don't read the emails that I get. There's a bunch of people that totally disagree with me, but they like the fact that people like you are sponsoring us. We'll be able to talk and we're, we're bringing out things that nobody else is talking about. Like, like Bill London. I mean, good God, that guy, he is. He <laughs> I is, love that guy. Well, and, and Michael's going to be sponsoring now, Bill. We're going to take Bill's little segment, you guys, and we're going to throw it out uh, separately in the show. It'll be in a show, but we're also going to throw it out separately so you can see it because nobody's doing journalism like that anymore. You know? Yeah, I, I love Bill's theatrical pauses. His basically calling people like he, he calls people out without saying a word. He'll say stuff like, "Oh, that's like BS." But I, I remember hearing the first time I heard him. I'm like, "I got to sponsor that guy. He's awesome." I, he, he and the show that's coming up tomorrow. He I already have it taped because I got it from him. But he said something like, um, "Oh, one of the reasons that Governor Brown is." Um, wanting to get rid of the death penalty and just keep people in prison for the rest of their lives is because of the cost the, to the taxpayers. And then Bill goes like, huh, cost to taxpayers? Like when you had a $200 million overrun on computer system for su such and such an agency that never worked, huh? I never heard you talk about what about the bridge that you were studying to put over I-5 and the 200 and some million dollars it went, Huh. And he's, he does stuff like that where you're going, you're hearing more of a story than you are. And, and, and no news person in Eugene is doing that anymore. No, I, mean, I, I was watching the local news last night and I, I, I just turned it off because it's, 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 it's pretty pathetic. It's, it's slanted. It's not, it's not, there's no questioning anything. It's just, it's, it's pretty bad. So, so in your commercials, you really push people, uh, you know, not, and I don't mean you're, you're, I don't mean push in a bad way, but you're really, let's say it this way. You challenge people to really, to, to start speaking up. Why is that such a big deal for you? Well, I think because when I have a lot of patients that come see me, they, they first started during COVID appreciating that I spoke out against the lockdowns and everything. And they felt like they didn't have anybody that could, they didn't feel, they feel like if they, if they spoke out, especially if they're business, they were going to, they're going to pay the price. And I don't think they were going to pay the price. I think they would help their business. And so I think people just, I think, what was the question? I think the people want to, uh, people why, is want it, to have, why, why is it important for people to, to, to just, 
to challenge, you know, to go and say, no, I'm not going to just be, I'm not going to be quiet to get along because we've done that in Oregon for so many years that how, you know what I mean? Well, 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 look what, look what happens in Oregon when you don't question them. And, and you don't question them that if we didn't question the, uh, the mass mandates for the kids, I guarantee you the kids would still be ma- masked up in school. Right. Uh, if we didn't question the vaccinations and the man- and mandating it for all the jobs, they still would mandate it, even though the research is showing the vaccinations are doing nothing. Uh, it's just you have to question things and questioning things are, is, 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 is healthy for, for any country. If we go, if we go to the point where nobody's questioning anything, then we have dictators, and, and that's what we don't want. Right. We give room for tyranny, and mm-hmm. and I think that topics like climate change, um, COVID, um, yeah. government, anything that like that, we're not. We should. I was listening to a podcast with an expert on climate change, Jordan Peterson, this morning, and he's saying, um, you know, the world. Some interesting things, Michael, and you can just comment. Well, yeah. on but he said the world is actually the best it's ever been in the 19 early 1900s the lifespan of a male in america in the united states was 32 years old now it's 72. wow i mean well, you, know, you, hear that, you hear that in the public does anybody talk about that no it's oh all the bad stuff that's happening in disease that poverty is at an all-time historic low when they talk about like global warming, and it's funny because I don't know about you, but I want my water, I don't want my water, my rivers polluted. I don't want all the forest cut down. But on the same token, we have to use trees. And I know they, they paint one story, and I, I've, I don't know if you've probably heard this, but a lot of times when it comes to global warming, they actually, there's two decades, I think it's the 50s or 60s, and don't quote me on this, but they have to take out of statistics because if they throw those in there, it shows that our temperature is actually pretty much staying constant. And uh, we all want, you and I want a cleaner environment. But we also know that we have to, we do have to cut down trees. We do know we have to use petroleum products until right. we have a reliable. Well, what, the questions that see, and here's what I think is weird, is we need to be asking these questions and, 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 and asking how come the, um, the, the climate change community is not talking about the, the oil, the, the petroleum products used for to make ammonia, which is used to make fertilizer, which has made it so that more people like in India and places in starving nations are eating. So well, if you stop fossil fuels, you're going to have more death, more starvation. And, and no, you know, nobody ever talks about that. The, the narrative needs to be changed so that it's not like, you know, what, what is the factual thing? There's, there's more greenery, according to this podcast I'm, I was listening to, more greenery on the earth than there's ever been. And some people believe that that's because carbon is the in carbon, the air. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, said, This is on Jordan Peterson and he has experts. He's not having, this isn't like some, hey, I'm Billy Buck and I'm, I'm from the far right and I hate all you. you know, it's not that. These are real scientists with real information. Remember in the show early, there's a doctor and I can't say his last name because it's blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's huge. He's out of Stanford. He was super vocal right after the pandemic started, like in January, right after the first year. And he was really vocal, got canceled, got just bludgeoned by people. Um, He just he and another doctor who was also that wrote a piece and said Fauci was wrong. And they and they printed it in The New York Times. 
Now he was off base. I had him on the show early, so he never got canceled. But after that, I know he got canceled on other podcasts. But the, the problem with not asking questions is then mistakes are made. More mistakes are made. And, and, and I think people in Oregon need to be challenging the status quo and asking people, you know, with their government leaders, why is the city of Eugene, how is the city of Eugene going to really operate when you ban natural gas? Come on. Well, now they're banning the sale of natural of, of gasoline cars in nineteen or what, what two thousand thirty-five or something like that. Uh, it's never going to happen. It can't. What do you think? Where are we going to get the electricity? Isn't it like seventy percent of all electricity is uh, do uh, burn, is uh, uh, produced by coal? So where are you going to get the? Even Elon Musk identifies that. He's like right. he's like that's great, but we don't have a, a a good solution right now to get the electricity. So until, until we have something that's clean and efficient and not wind, because it is not going to provide enough electricity for us, we can't, we can't go completely electrical for our vehicles. It's just because it sounds good. They do it because it sounds like it's here's something I can be, I can hang my hat on and be moralistic about. But what are you going to do to the, to all those people in 35? That's not that far off. It's what? That's less than 15 years. Yeah. And what are you going to do when, the the poorest of the poor can't afford the the Tesla or the electric car, the the Prius and all that. What are you going to do? And what are you going to do when you don't have enough batteries because you don't want people mining in Montana where they get some of the lithium and those other products to make those batteries? So we want the batteries, we want the electric cars, but we don't want to mine. Well, you can't do it. And, and then nobody see and nobody says, how are you going to do that? Because nobody will ask the question, how is that going to work? And where do you dispose of that battery? And, and I mean, we're having an impact and, and there's 8 billion people on this planet. And those people say there should only be 1 billion. Well, I don't see people lining up to say, OK, you know, for the good of the world, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll be a sacrifice for this thing. We, we've got to learn to deal with this stuff. But look at what happened in Florida when they had the hurricane uh, and they had no electricity. Guess what? The cars that needed electricity couldn't run. <laughs> like, like you have to have, you have to be reasonable. And, and back to Fauci, Fauci, well, most of what Fauci said was 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 wrong. And the fact that as a, as a leader that's that's making decisions, we probably almost all agree at the very beginning of the, of the COVID. We thought, okay, let's just stop it. You know, don't do anything for two weeks. Let's get our bearings straight and know what's going on. But I knew, like, I remember reading stuff right from the get-go. I'm like, we're never going to stop the virus. The masks don't work. We, we Even Fauci said masks didn't work. We knew masks don't work. That's what makes me mad when I see all these people driving in the car with masks. They don't work. Uh, they, uh, uh, But he never sat there and said, listen, I was wrong. And I think uh, true leaders need to admit when they're wrong, we're all wrong. Like, right. uh, you know, I was even wearing a mask and I was sanitizing everything at the get at the get go. Uh, and I was over concerned. But then when the research started coming in, when data started coming in, when we he was so afraid of being perceived as wrong that he doubled down, he still doubled down. He still right. is wanting your fifth and sixth vaccination shot. Right. So and triple masking. Oregon Gold Hunter writes on here, horse and buggy is coming back. Okay, so here's an interesting thing, horse and buggy, uh, <laughs> that I heard on the same podcast is, you know, back in the day, <clears throat> they were using when the horses and buggies were going along. Because the thought is, there's a, a thought arising in, in culture, in a, a counterculture now, I guess is what we are, um, that, 
you know, that things are really better because back in the day with the horses, they had so much, excuse my language, but well, why don't I excuse my language? Cause you're, <laughs> um, that there was so much shit piling up everywhere that they thought New York city and Chicago were going to be in three feet of shit. And then the, the automobile was created and that solved a pollution problem. And think of all the methane, <laughs> they solved the problem because the, the only way out of climate change, Michael, according to what I'm learning and hearing, and I agree with it's at this point in my life is, um, is technology, yeah. technology and minds and the people and, and what mankind comes up with to find solutions to this stuff. That's, what's going to save it. It's not, by stopping logging and stop, you know, uh, the, all the little things and, and, and driving your Tesla and your battery operated car. Sure, that can help in some ways. But if everybody had a battery operated car, wh where are we going to get all that? Oh, can you, can, you, can you imagine in California right now, they already have, they already have blackouts during the summer. Uh, even Elon Musk said that, that it's impossible. Not everybody in California can have electric cars. They don't have the electricity. So where are you going to get it? And, you know, uh, solar, uh, solar panel is not going to, you have, it's just not going to work. Matt Kendall says it's so polarizing. So people are saying, if you're not on board with everything I'm saying, you're against me. And that, that I've run into that. Yeah. I'm sure you have too. Is that, and that's what, that isn't, that isn't America. That isn't culture right now. And, and you start, the more I listen to, you know, radio and, and other sources of information, you're realizing how much I think part of this is because the legacy media is only covering what it wants to cover and not they're not talking about the crisis at the border. Um, 5000 people coming over the border every day. Um, you know, you multiply that out. And New York City has got I heard 30,000 people and they're, they're, they're they, they don't know what to do. And then you get 14,000 a day. Um, coming into these little areas and, 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 and something has to be done, but nobody knows all they do is come up and say, well, you're racist or something like that. No, I, I, a country is not a country if you don't have a border. And I know Trump is the one who said that and I'll get heat for that. Yeah. But, but you really do have to, every other country has a border policy except for us. <laughs> you know. I think a lot of these people coming up are really hardworking people. They really are. Like, like I think Latino is probably one of the hardest working people in our society, but you have to have the capacity to take care of them. And we obviously don't when we have all these people living on the streets. And so we have to come up with a solution. We have to come up with solutions. We have to put up a border wall. We have to let people come in, but we have to do it legally. And the problem is one of the biggest concerns I have with people who come across the border is all the drugs. The right. drugs, uh, that's horrible right now. People are dying right and left in America because of the drugs. So well, we have to have a border. And, and Michael, very few are talking about fentanyl. Yeah. What it's doing. I mean, in legacy media, you're not hearing this, you know, uh, this cry for where's it coming from? Why aren't, why are we spending so much time with this bullshit topics of things when we're not, why isn't the federal government looking into where's this coming from and how do we stop it? That's what I don't get. I just totally don't understand that. Well, you know, the other day Biden signed a thing that was uh, 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 keeping uh, gay marriages legal. And this is coming from somebody that has a gay son. Uh, obviously I support gay marriage because I have a gay son, but, but, it was already, uh, Obama already put that in the law. We weren't turning into a society that wasn't gonna allow gay marriage. 
Uh, but they did it because they just got they they were, I think they did it as a distraction because uh, the border is causing so much issues for the administration right now. And I actually saw I was working out this morning and unfortunately there's a screen next to me that's CNN and I hate it because they're just constantly ripping on Trump. But uh, it's like they have no other topics to talk about but Trump. But they brought it. They did talk about the border crisis today in El Paso, which is the first time I've seen a liberal media actually discuss it. So I think it's finally getting enough attention to where something's going to have to be done with the border. Well, and I noticed on here, too, is um, I mean, it, they won't boost shows like this. They won't let me boost them. Um, and they won't give me my, I had a blue badge and they took it away. They won't give it back because they don't like my content, which that this freedom of speech thing is just, it is at the core of who I am. And it drives me insane because I hope Elon Musk, I hope this penetrates Facebook and people, you know, if people started just boycotting it and going, I'm not doing this, you can't do that. They need to be treated like the media and not, not like a, uh, they need to be a publisher, not an editor. It's and what did, I, what did I tell you the other day? I said, I want to start spending money on Facebook because we need to start spending money as businesses on companies that believe in free speech. And he does. I mean, I know he 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 prevents some free speech. And I'm one of those people, uh, unless you unless you're unless you're causing major harm. I like free speech, even if you don't agree with me. If I say <laughs> something that that's off the, my rockers, that's fine. Let let me talk. Right. Uh, that's what America used to be. But see, now what they do is if it disagrees with them, it's hate speech. Yeah. What, what, what the hell is that? It's hate yeah. speech because it, you don't agree with it? I mean, yeah. there's a technical version of hate speech that's been written out there. And, and, but, but, but to the far left, it's like anything that disagrees with the, the ideology of the moment. But that's, and that's what I think is, I, I, I'm gonna, I think it's giving me the boldness to speak out is to say, like, even with climate change, I don't talk about that usually, but I'm hearing so much information that this, the, this is, this is, this is, it, we, we, I want to take care of the environment too, yeah. but you know what? Not at the expense of the poor. No. And that's what's happening is we're going to create more poor, impoverished people. And so it's easy to drive your Tesla and it's easy to go into your nice warm house where you have heat and all that kind of stuff. And then look at the third world countries and say, stop cutting down so much wood and burning it. You're polluting the air. <laughs> that is that kind of shit just drives me absolutely. Well, you know, we see in America that when we thrive as a, co a country and we're expanding and we have good economic growth, United States is one of the most caring and giving countries in the world. And we actually take money and the more money I make, the better good that I'm able to do. And so as a if you constantly tax, tax and regulate businesses and we don't make as much money, guess what? I'm not giving as much money. There's a lot of good things I've done. Uh, uh, and the same thing with big businesses. So we want the United States to be thriving. We want not to uh, to prevent growth in our country because we will turn around and we will find better ways in third world countries uh, so they don't pollute as much. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm very anti uh, overregulation. Uh, uh, taxing the heck out of us uh, in in the effort uh, to give back to you know for for green you know for you know the the green agenda, and I feel like they they don't care if we go in a big recession if if inflation goes way up they don't care if all the companies fail, 
Uh, they don't care. They, 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 th they think that's going to be better for the world, and it's not. It, the best thing for the world right now is if the United States is the leader in the, in the country that we make in the world, and we make more money than everybody else. We have extra funds because we do give back more than anybody, especially Republicans give back more. Um, Matt, this is the last thing we'll go through. I, I love Matt's comments. Matt Kendall. Oh, the ability for people to get citizenship is a hot mess. Should have been fixed a long time ago. And then he says, and Mitch McConnell voted against it. Seriously, how are these politicians still in office? Yeah, I, I don't get, um, well, even, you know, you, you know, Pelosi, all of them. It's like, these are very um, power hungry people and, and Brown and, and all of this is not about Oregon. It's not about the people of Oregon. It's not about making it a better state. And I think people like you and me and a ton of my left and middle of the road and non-affiliated voters, that's that they're about they're about what we are about is mm -hmm. is is making it a better place. So what's your next um it's the last thing I'll have you. What's your next thing you're gonna do? Like what what do you have a a pet? um issue that you want to well everybody kind of knows you're you know, you know you're kind of, michael says yeah. to you, well we're going to do some more ads for you know the dentist office and stuff and we are but but i know you well, too well there's something i'm tempted to run for city board or for uh uh for the uh 4j school board because there's a crazy lady on there uh, that i'd like to speak up against is she uh, in your district yeah i'm in 4j but yeah she's on the uh on the school board um, and so I might do that. Um, you know, I've been talking to you about the homeless problem. We got to do something with the homeless problem. We got to fix it. And, and, and my stance is not like criminalized homeless, but we got to, we've got to start doing, we got to do something that gets these people help, help. Cause I walk in my office sometimes and behind my office, sometimes I'll see somebody that's talking to themselves. They spent all night long. They're freezing. I think it's super inhumane that we have, uh, uh, these homeless people that are literally need help. And we're, we're, we think it's okay to leave them on the streets to die. So right. that's kind of my, my big cause right now. All right, good. Yeah, no, I think you should run through the school board. That, that, that school board member had quite some things to say about me. And, <laughs> and I've never really been there. I heard she didn't like our billboard. Yeah. And everybody's racist because, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. And because we're white, we're racist because we're white. Um, yeah. sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that. I think you'd be a great school board member, but Boy, that would sure liven up the meetings, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, because I'm not going to hold back. I'm really not. Like, I just, yeah. All right. Michael Bratlin, doctor, thank you for being here. Thanks for your support. And uh, we'll get you back here next month and we'll get some more topics going. we got a lot of people coming in on this one. All right. See you, my friend. Bye. Okay, guys. So, and here is Bratlin's ad. I want you to hear this because you need to listen. Hold on. Dancer. The midterm elections did not turn out the way many of us had hoped. So what can we do about it? Support local businesses that prioritize freedom of speech, tougher crime laws, and values that support a healthy community, not the same old song and dance that's gotten us nowhere. Even though my wife and I moved to Montana, we still come back to Eugene to see Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental. He says what he believes and puts his money where his values are by supporting those brave enough to push for change. And best of all, he and his team are just awesome. So if you've been thinking about changing dentists or you just don't have one, you need to go to Chris Dental. Call them today and they'll do their best to see you today. And I know I tell you this every time, but he has the highest tech stuff that, you know, that little machine in there that that's that you don't have to have all that goopy stuff put in your mouth anymore. 
and and crowns i'd like to say they're painless but you know he's got to grind your tooth down so so that part hurts but he, he does deaden your mouth you know and all that kind of stuff but highest tech stuff and um it, it takes a lot of the discomfort away now matt mccarl also has a christmas special going on um and you've only got a few days left to get it so i'm going to let him explain to you what that is matt mccarl with newly Pipe bricks and wellness and it is christmas time which means we're doing stocking stuffers that is a gift certificate for hyperbarics massage or light therapy. We have two different certificates you can do. You can do our intro pack, which is your first three hyperbarics, first three massage, or first three light treatments at a special discounted rate, lower than you would normally even get those entry packs for your friends and loved ones. And if you are a returning client and would like to get yourself a stocking stuffer, we can do three treatments of massage, hyperbarics, or light therapy at a discounted rate as well. And if you're a returning client, you can get up to two of those for yourself or friends and family, you know, that are returning clients as well. If they're new, you can get one new and one returning and put them in a stocking. So what better thing to do than give your friends the gift of health? If you would like to find out more about hyperbarics, massage or light therapy and the gift certificates, give us a call at 541-636-3278. All right, Matt McCarl, we love you. Thanks for helping us out. OK, so here's the last parting thoughts. Um, Dr. Bratlin is not afraid to stand up for what he believes in. And I think we should be the same way. Um, the tide is turning, uh, things are changing. Yes. You're still going to get picked on. Yes. You'll still get labeled. Um, but at some point, um, their words are going to harm them more than us. And that's not just the left. That's anybody who's speaking out against what, what, what the truth. Um, and people will say there's their own, this is my personal truth. And that's horseshit. There's, there's truth and there's lies. And you don't get to make the truth what you want it to be. And we all know that. And it's starting to come out and it's starting to, to, to fester. And you wait in 23. Um, things probably going to get hard. But I think you're going to see a lot of people um, who lied to us get called out. And I think that is a good thing. And then maybe someday, what I think is really funny is people like me and others who are doing podcasts, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Chris Williams, all these people doing podcasts, talking about the things the legacy media can't, won't, refuses to talk about, and they're going to go down. If they don't get on board and start telling the truth and really digging in and doing stories, their days are numbered. Because you know what? I don't watch and a lot of you people don't watch either. I don't got time for for a bullshit. <laughs> There's enough bullshit in the world that I don't need to see it come spewing out of my television set. Hey, if you're people out there and you want to help, you like what we talk about, you like the fact that we give people a voice and um, we, we have sponsorship packages. We have the, um, re, uh, the uh, uh, inflation reduction plan. I borrowed that from Joe and the build back better <laughs> and make my business great again. Three programs that you really can put you on. Just get a hold of me at rick at rickdancer.com and we can get you signed up on a monthly basis or figure out something that's going to work for you. All right. Good to have you here. Share this on your page so other people see it. Tomorrow night we have um, Bill London. We're going to have Brian Miss Kimmons, our weatherman, talking about this. Uh, God, it's going to get cold tonight and tomorrow night here. Uh, we're down under like 20 below um, and snow, big storm coming. So that's coming. And then Oregon, you guys got stuff coming your way too. So he does weather for all of us. And then also Rob, bait and tackle Rob from Charleston. Always an interesting conversation. Um, he'll be on to join us as well. All right. And then Friday we have 
BS Free MD. Tim and May will be on with a special guest talking about healthy lifestyle changes as we come up on the Christmas. Don't do it till after the holidays, but it's healthy lifestyle changes. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night.